Hey everybody, C-Note here. Welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like an old pair of blue jeans. Reliable and still going strong. Today on the show I speak with Tyron Kuttner about the importance of men's style as it pertains to the mindset of the modern man. It's without question that we see a sharp-dressed person as someone we should take seriously, and that is exactly the philosophy that Tyron speaks about in this episode. He helps other men realize their potential in dressing well and unlocks their life potential through unlocking the well-dressed man that exists in every man. I really love talking about this topic as it is it has importance to me in my story and my personal growth. And uh, you can follow his Facebook group at Well Dressed Academy. Welcome, Tyron Kuttner, to the show. Drums, Hello, Mr. Kuttner. How's it going, Christian? Good. How are you? Pretty good. How about yourself? Doing well, doing well. Can you tell me how to say your first name again real quick? Tyron. Tyron. Okay, that was going to be my guess, but I didn't want to botch it. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, so so here on the podcast, in case... Um, in case I didn't give you a heads up that uh, basically we just talk about like mental health and mindset or mindset, depending on your situation uh, as it pertains to like business creativity and productivity. And uh, I think this is going to be a good episode because you're an image consultant, which is, um, which is something that I kind of dove into, um, you know, improving my image over the past few years uh, to really help me with my mental health struggle. So uh, I think it'd be interesting if you'd uh, share a little bit about your story, uh, who you are, and uh, where you are now. Sure, sure. Uh, so we'll, we'll just go from the beginning where I started. Uh, I guess it started about five, six years ago. I was a bus driver, a job I really didn't like. I, was, uh, I had a new son. He was two years old. I was approaching 30. Um, you know, I had a low social life. I was playing Xbox every night. And then I found out that my girlfriend, of like, we have probably been together for nine, ten years at that point, she was cheating on me and oh, yeah. And from that point, um, you know, it made me, it was like a rude awakening for me and I had to take a hard look in the mirror and see like, you know, why, how did I get to this point? What mm-hmm. allowed me to get to this point? How did I right. get here? Right. And I looked at my image and I just looked at myself and I said, man, I haven't been following through with anything that I've set up for myself. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm at, that's why I'm at a job that I don't like. Right. You know, that's why I'm just sitting away playing Xbox because I'm not happy with myself. And right. I say, you know, I need to change my image. I didn't really know how to. Mm-hmm. And one day I was watching The Godfather and I said, you know, Michael Corleone wanted me to go through this, you know, and what is it about him that makes him more powerful than the other characters in the movie? Uh-huh. And it was something about the way he, his presence mm-hmm. and it had a lot to do with how he dressed right. for me. And so that's what I started to do. I said, you know what? I'm going to start dressing like a man, not like a kid. And, and in my opinion, the way I was dressed was like a kid, you know, with sneakers and jeans and T-shirts, the same thing that I was wearing a teenager could wear or a, right. you know, somebody who's in high school or, or just finished college would wear those same thing. Right. And I said, that's not how I want to represent myself in the world. And so I started to wear the professional clothes I had in my wardrobe. I wore them every day for no reason. Usually I would wear it for interviews. Mm-hmm. But when I started wearing it for just to go to the mall or just to go out with friends, it had mm-hmm. a different context to it. 
because it became my actual wardrobe. It became what I just wear just because I like it. Right. And people start looking at me different. Mm-hmm. Women, especially, start looking at me different. Mm-hmm. You know, a different level or a quality of women looked at me. And then I started to get this this sense of um, appreciation for myself because mm-hmm. I was actually changing myself. And I right. felt the change. And that helped me go through the situation of the relationship because now instead of me focusing on my girlfriend, I was focusing on myself and I was focusing on improving myself. Yeah. Would you say that that caring about your image kind of helped you care about yourself as a person internally as well? Yeah. um, It's part of, so basically when you, when you put your best foot forward and you make Mm -hmm. sure that you're, looking your best you feel you feel your best because you know it's not like it's easy to just throw on sweats it's easy to just not shave it's easy to just you know if you you can have a lazy appearance you can see people and see that they didn't put any effort into anything that they're wearing or in their appearance at all that's Mm -hmm. like and if you if you look at them and you make some assumptions about them you could say well their their apartment probably is late is uh messy you know they're the way they're gonna treat you or the way they're going to talk maybe off a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, mm-hmm. because it's congruent. Like we do this, it's, it's, it's all connected, you know? So right. when I was, when I started to dress better, like I, it, it became uncomfortable for me to be lazy. Like right. I literally, I can't be, I can't wear like a sharp shirt and some trousers or, or sports jacket and sit around playing Xbox. That just doesn't fit. <laughs> right. Or have a messy apartment or like not take care of yourself in other areas of your life just doesn't match up anymore. It doesn't match. It's, it's literally uncomfortable to do that. Right. Like it's a remind is a, when I dress, when I dress well, it's a constant reminder that I'm a professional. It's a constant reminder that I'm a man and I, and I represent something, mm-hmm. you know, and, and people right. see me too. It's a constant reminder that I'm being watched. Right. So I need and to it- perform at my best, you know? Yeah. And it's interesting that similar to a lot of people's reasons for going to the gym, you know, some people use vanity as an excuse, as a reason to improve their health, which is, I I think, fine. If you have a reason, it's a good reason. But the same reason, a lot of people will look at people who dress too sharply, quote unquote, and uh, will see that as like, you know, a vanity thing and kind of feel uncomfortable with it. But it seems like if you can get to someone in a sense that like helps them to, to let them know that this helps them improve their mindset. And this kind of, you know, even for somebody who's been dealing with mental health, like myself, I had uh, a point where I was getting pretty low and I started to make little changes. I started uh, buying different kinds of shoes and different belts and taking care of myself, going to a different barber, going to a barber instead of a, uh, instead of just like a, a easy cuts or something. <laughs> and, uh, you know, taking the time to take care of myself was something that helped me push forward a little bit more to, um, to if I had nothing going for me mentally, that I at least I had that, and that made me feel good. And you can kind of attract other external forces that help you feel good too. Like you come across other men who are just like, man, you look good today. You look sharp, you know, or, or women who just kind of like give you a little bit of a glance or something and <laughs> makes you give you that little extra boost, you know? That stuff makes you feel really good. So, like, at what point did you start helping other men, and uh, what kinds of hurdles did you come across when you're when you're working with other men? So, um, so after I started uh, improving myself, I left the bus driver job, uh, and I started to go after other things. And I had a friend who he ran a nonprofit organization. He was the CEO, mm-hmm. and when I started to hang out with him, 
Um, he was one of the matter of fact, all my friends were asking me, why are you always dressed up when we go out, Ty? You always, I mean, we had six grass, six flags for great adventure and you, and you're wearing shoes, you know? <laughs> and, right. And, you know, and they, they would say stuff like you're making us look bad. And I just told them like, this is who I am now. Right. You know, and eventually they, they got over it. And mm-hmm. so that same friend or those same friends who would say stuff eventually started asking me, how can I, how can they look as sharp as I am? Because they would right. see, especially that the friend who, who ran a nonprofit, he's seen how women would react to me. He wanted that. Right. He wanted to get those same uh, looks towards him or those, those same, you know, glances. Mm-hmm. And, and so I started to teach him. I started right. to teach him slowly, like the fundamentals. And I was still pretty new myself. I, you know, I was only dressing well for a few months, but I was doing right. it on a daily basis. Like I, I, I didn't go back. To, I wasn't wearing sweats. I wasn't wearing sneakers ever, even on the weekends. And, mm-hmm. um, and I started to teach him and he started to learn and I started to see like he would get so excited, mm-hmm. you know, that I had to calm his behavior down. Like, so it, he was like my first test subject. And I realized that it wasn't just clothes, that behaviors change as well. And his mm-hmm. behavior had to be congruent with the look that he's presenting himself or he's going to, he's going to get people in, but they're going to be turned off as soon as they get to know him, you know? Right. Absolutely. So, so I helped him. He, you know, we, we, and then we started working together. And um, mm-hmm. we went to a, a funding meeting because mm-hmm. he ran a nonprofit, so he has to get funding. The mm-hmm. first funding meeting he had, uh, the person was super impressed at his transformation because they all knew him. He's been around. He's been around for, you know, uh, ten years. So mm-hmm. all the people in that world, they know each other, and they just seen. They were just amazed, and, the, and he ended up getting a ninety thousand dollar grant on the second meeting um, because he nice. came in sharper. You know, he came yeah. in sharper. They could see that he grew up. He wasn't, you know, this kid who just trying to do this radical organization, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he also started dating a principal of an elementary school, which mm-hmm. he would have never been able to get that quality of woman. She was more of an intellect. She was, uh, you know, affluent. He would have never mm-hmm. been able to attract that type of woman the way he was before. Right. So I kind of coached him through that as well. And it was mm-hmm. just a complete life changer. And his friends and family, even his mom, who knew him all his life, was like, wow. You've made a change in my son. Yeah, that's that's a huge deal. You know, it's a it's a mindset shift for him too. It seems like that increases your confidence, and he was able to just get up there and get it done, which is great. And um, you know, in in other situations, have you ever found it difficult for like any men that you've come across that that were kind of showing any kind of resistance to wanting to change? You know, maybe they didn't want to dress in a suit all the time or they wanted more of a casual look, but still wanted to dress sharp. Like, is that sort of the stuff you help with too? Or is it more like, or, or do you really kind of dive deep with them and give them, you know, uh, help them really, really be dapper all the time? Yeah. I go deeper into who they are first. So, right. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm an image consultant and I, and I let people know that I'm not a stylist, right? So I'm right. an image consultant. So I go deeper into who they are. All right. All right. Back on. Cool. <laughs> so, yeah, I was asking you about, um, you know, if, if some if some men found any kind of resistance to what it is that you do and maybe found it too far out of reach or anything like that. Um, and you started talking about the fact that you're not a stylist, but you're more of a consultant and uh, you help men that way. Right. So I, I, I tackle their image. Uh, so mm-hmm. I want to know how they how how are they currently presenting themselves in the world and how mm-hmm. do they feel? they want to present themselves. Now, most right. men, they never looked at the image, right? So the right. way we, we start when it comes to our attire and our clothes, you know, we start dressing ourselves, I would say in middle school, 
right? That's mm-hmm. what we and we and we dress ourselves based on everyone else. What's the trends? What's cool? You know, you want to look cool in school, and that continues right. on into college. In college, you don't really care because you know you're saving money. You just mm-hmm. you're on your own. You're not really you're scruffy. And then when you get into your twenties, it all depends on what the trends are, what your career is. But you never really sat down and say, who do I want to be? How do I want to represent myself in the world? So mm-hmm. you end up going through this slowly ch- making small changes here, gradual changes. But that mm-hmm. doesn't help you, right? So what I do is I teach men how to create a look that's going to help them not only uh, psychologically by making them feel good about themselves every single day, but making them feel like they're the best mm-hmm. selves every single day, but also socially. So that's the reason why I teach them how to dress in more professional clothes. Now, they don't have to wear a suit, but I do right. teach them how to wear classic clothes because those clothes are the ones that are the most universally accepted in the world. Right. right? So if you learn how to create a sharp professional look, you can use that look for any meeting, for mm-hmm. any occasion as a man. Like men, mm-hmm. our clothes already change. You know, right. the same thing we wear to funeral, weddings, the same thing we wear to interviews and, and, and appointments and everything is the same thing. You know, right. um, whereas women, it's, it's changes. Uh, so if you learn how to create that sharp look, that will take you a long way. It's almost like learning how to have good jokes or learning how to speak very well. Right. It's something that everyone, no matter what their uh, wealth level is, even kids, you know, I have an eight-year-old. My son is eight now. And when I go to pick him up at his school, his friends are like, or, or even the kids are like, oh, yeah, that is so cool. <laughs> you know, I'm not wearing a suit like I'm going to work. I teach right. men how to, how to be sharp without looking like they're going to work or without looking stuffy. And it takes time right. because you guys are already used to being attractive. If you're not an attractive guy, like a, a mm-hmm. hunk, as they would say right. in the 90s. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good throwback word. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So if you're not that, then you're, you're not really used to being people uh, being attracted to you, like women. You're not used to right. women hitting on you. You know, you're not mm-hmm. used to guys saying, yeah, Yo, you look sharp, bro. And right. that's something that you have to get used to. But in yep. getting used to that, once you get used to it, now you're going in the world and you are standing taller. You're speaking louder. Mm-hmm. You're speaking up. You know, right. you're impacting people. You're inspiring people. And now you're able to, whatever, you, whatever gifts you have, we all have gifts. Whatever gifts that those are, you're giving mm-hmm. them out now because you're not afraid to because you right. know that you're someone. You, you feel like you're someone. And that's, right. and that's what I go through. And, and me teaching them how to be sharp is just a small part of that. Yeah. And, you know, the nice thing about that is, is like you take them, you take them to the deep end, you take them to the classic looks, you know, you take them to the things that are standing the test of time. And that kind of allows them to start to think about the other areas of life that they dress, even when they wear stuff to the gym, I'm sure they're going to wear something a little bit nicer than just like, you know, broken gym shorts or something. They're going to go with something that feels a little, that might fit a little bit better because they're used to how a suit fits better and how it looks better or with, with casual things. Like when I was going through um, this sort of change, I was doing more business casual because two buttoned up doesn't really work for me. I like to dress up occasionally, but for me, I'm more of like, I guess a little bit more punk rock. So I don't really, I'm trying to find a way to still be, still look good, but not go to, too buttoned up because that just didn't fit my personality. So, you know, I was going towards like um, the art of manliness and Alpha M, Aaron Marino, and some of those, uh, some of those guys on YouTube. And they gave some really great advice to find 
classic looks that stand the test of time and do things like little details that kind of help you stand out, you know, a nice watch, pocket square, things like that. Dark wash jeans are really good for you know, dark wash jeans and a polo are, you know, kind of easy things that you can kind of go with. Are there kind of easy, um, do you have any suggestions for any men that are listening to this? Like what would be like the first step that they could take themselves to try to improve their style, whether it be like research or going out and buying something for themselves? Yeah. yeah. So what I do is I tell guys that the first thing you want to do is you want to spend your time, energy, and effort learning mm-hmm. how to be sharp first. Right. right. So it's not about buying clothes first. It's not about what pieces should I buy. And, you know, when I'm walking the streets, people come up to me all the time. Hey, where do you get that? Where, where do you shop and all this? Even if I told you where I shopped, mm-hmm. it wouldn't help you, you know? Right. So I tell them that you uh, learn first. And the first thing you must learn is how to get clothes to fit you perfectly. Mm-hmm. That is the key to looking sharp. Right. The key is your clothes must fit you. And the problem with uh, clothing stores is. All right. And we're back once again. <laughs> it's, it's a shame because it's great quality audio. And then sometimes anchor anchor is such a good platform. But every once in a while, it's, uh, you know, I guess we're we're. To be fair, we're talking to each other from different parts of the world and like talking right. through satellites and stuff. So we got to give a little bit of forgiveness. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, you were talking about um, how how fit is the most important thing, right? Yeah. So yeah, so they, they you want to learn how to how to get your clothes to fit you perfectly, and and I said that um, the problem is that clothing stores, the clothing industry in, in itself, they mass market clothing, mm-hmm. so they don't make clothes for you. They make right. clothes for people that are similar to you and mm-hmm. you put those clothes on and those clothes don't fit you perfectly. Right. They kind of fit, you know, if you're a medium, I could be a medium, you could be a medium, but we're different. You know, mm-hmm. we have different length of arms. We have different, with different widths, all these things. Yep. And what happens is you look just average. You look like the average person who wears clothes mm-hmm. that are too big or what have you. And what that does is it takes away your masculine features. Mm-hmm. that's what makes a man look sharp. So if we think about what makes women look good, right? Is their shape, right? So it's like the hourglass figure and all that. So, clo- so women's clothing is usually tight because it tries to accentuate their body, their curves. Right. What men have, they have their own uh, attributes, masculine attributes, which are strong shoulders, you know, big hands, wide back, you know, big feet, stuff like that. When you wear clothes that are too big, you take away those things. We can't see that. We can't see how strong your shoulders are because your shirt is too big. Right. And now your body isn't being framed properly. You know, um, if you wear a T-shirt, the T-shirt doesn't have structure in the shoulder. Mm-hmm. So if you have nice shoulders, you ha- you'll look nice in a T-shirt. But if you don't, the T-shirt isn't going to help you. And that's the right. reason why with suit jackets or sports coats that has padding in the shoulder to give you that strong uh, look. And when your clothes fit you perfectly, and when I say perfectly, I mean it comes down to a quarter inch. You know, right. it comes to a quarter inch when it fits you perfectly. No matter what you're wearing, if you're wearing urban wear, if you're wearing, you know, uh, jeans that are ripped, if you, whatever you're wearing, if you're close to you perfectly, you just look much more attractive physically. And that's yeah. what makes a guy look sharp. Yeah. And, and it seems to be, um, and it's for every body type too. You know, it seems like larger men kind of get discouraged by this, by wanting something that, you know, the average man typically wears something that's too big because they don't want to wear something that's too tight and looks kind of strange to them. So w- would you, what would you say to a, a man that would be, discouraged by that go see a tailor go talk to an image consultant like yourself um how could they kind of overcome that fear of being too big or or being a weird size 
Well, it starts psychologically. So if a, if a guy is too big or if they, if they feel like they're too big or they're, or they're big or they've been big all their life, they're going right. to always have this uh, insecurity around their weight. Right. Right. Um, but the thing is, I tell guys who are big, are you, I ask them first, are you working on that? Are you right. working on losing the weight or, or are you going to be this way forever? Right. And it's okay if you are. If that's how you are, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you can't be sharp. And I tell right. them that bigger guys who are sharp look much more authoritative. Yeah. Right? So if you're a big guy and you're, and you're dressed in a suit, I have a friend. He's a sharp dude. And mm-hmm. it's, it's more difficult. You know, you have to do things a little bit differently. Uh, mm-hmm. But when you're a sharp guy, like when he walks in a room, everyone turns because he looks like he came to collect some, some money from somebody. You're like, right. came to collect money. Who's ways on money? Who, you know, somebody uh-huh. got to move out my way, get out. That's my seat. That's the uh-huh. type of, because he's bigger, he takes up more space. And that's mm-hmm. intimidating. And right. he's, a, he's a very soft-spoken spoken dude, but mm-hmm. he, has that, he has that look of power. So if you're right. a bigger guy and you dress sharp, you can have that look of power. But if you're a big guy and you're dressed too big, like your clothes are too big, you look sloppy. You know, right. you have that look about you and you look, you look like you're fat instead of just big, you know? Right. Um, mm-hmm. so you want to learn how to dress in a way that looks appealing for you and your body type. Uh, mm-hmm. and you can look sharp, like, and that's why I teach guys classic classic menswear has been around for a hundred years. Mm-hmm. Suits haven't, hasn't changed in all that time because it's perfect. They figured everything out when it comes to, there's a heritage behind it. When it comes mm-hmm. to body types and men, you don't think there's big men in, in the history. You know, you don't think that there was right. men with big guts in the history. They figured it out. Right. You know, so you just have to learn these things. And once you do, you just come off as a much more attractive, even as a big guy, you come off as attractive, powerful and uh, authoritative. Yeah. And that's where the value in someone like you comes in, because you could totally take a man who has, uh, uh, you know, no, no idea of what to do or feels like he can never possibly be someone that could be sharp because of his body type or you know his mentality or something like that and it sounds like you can transform them and really give them some tools to translate into even if they go to the store and buy something more casual they can have the tools and the mindset to be able to find things that accentuate their shoulders a little bit better or make sure that they're you know fits them well and uh makes them look sharper so what would in, in, in that vein, what would a typical day working with you be like? Like, what's the first thing you kind of go with? Do you first of all, actually, do you work with people in person or you do kind of like online and over the phone sort of stuff? And from there, like what what's the process that you go through when you're working with somebody? Well, usually I find I find my clients online. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm pretty big on Facebook. That's how we met. Yep. And um, people would I, I if they say that they need help or they're interested in working with me or they read one of my posts, I'll reach out to them, ask them what their struggles are, and I'll mm-hmm. give them a complimentary uh, coaching session. Mm-hmm. And in that coaching session, I'm identifying what their issues are, if they really need my level of help. You know, So I'll go into their image, how would it affect them and all these things, and then mm-hmm. give them some tools and resources to help them with that. If they, right. they want to enroll in my coaching, the first thing that we do is we go, my coaching is, a, is like a 12-week uh, process mm-hmm. and each week we go over a uh, a different area so it's usually video calls um, I also have a course that is the foundation of the the training so when we're on the calls I also have them watch certain videos that uh-huh. gives them some context on what we're going to discuss right and then we basically go through who they want to be and how we're going to create that 
you know, mm-hmm. and the first, the first uh, four, the first four, all about creating that look, mm-hmm. right? I need to get them to look sharp. I need to get them to see themselves as sharp first because it's all about, I want to make guys superior in themselves. I want to make them the best they could possibly be. I want uh-huh. them to all stand tall. Like, and I'm talking about mankind, like men in general, because mm-hmm. I feel like our generation of men aren't really taking charge of life, you know? And that's the reason why I connect to an older era when mm-hmm. I felt like guys were just more in charge of things, you know? Absolutely, yeah. Um, so that's what I want men. I want men to feel that fire in them. So the first thing I do, the first four weeks is about me making them sharp. So we're going to figure out how we can get you to close, how we can get you looking in the mirror and seeing a sharp person. And then from there, we start to tweak. You know, we start to add the accessories. We start to add whatever style you want, whether that's a straight business uh, style, if you want a business casual style. I usually tell guys, not to go to the jeans and t-shirts because right. those don't help you. Whereas mm-hmm. the collared shirts and the, and the trousers and chinos, they're mm-hmm. very versatile. You can wear them when you're having drinks or at a barbecue, and you can also wear them at a business meeting. So you can buy less clothes, but get more weight out of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, because of how you wear them. Too. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so that's basically what we go through. And then from there, um, everyone is different. Some guys, like I have one client, He's, he's young, uh, he's 26, and he really gravitated toward it. At first, he thought I was just going to teach him what to wear, and now he realized that it's a whole lot more than that, and he's just sucking it up, you know. And uh, on our last call, uh, you mentioned that, you know, it translates to other things. He was on mm-hmm. a call with me, and he was telling me that, you know, um, he's been working on this, and he, he realizes how important it is. He said even when he's wearing his pajamas, mm-hmm. he doesn't want them to be an oversized shirt with a hole in it, you right. know, because his girlfriend – looks nice all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, his girlfriend puts effort into how she looks all the time. Why right. can't he look like himself? He can't look, why can't he be sharp at all times? Right. Because you, because when you, the way you dress and the way you look, it affects how you think about yourself too. It affects your identity. So if you dress super down uh, one day, your thoughts are going to be super down as well. Yeah. And it seems like the, the common sort of thought is that like, yeah, women, women are, you know, taking care of themselves and dressed up all the time. But men, for some reason, their con- contribution is to continue to be sloppy. Like you just look at, you mentioned, you know, older style being sort of the, um, the, the thing, the inspiration to look towards. And I remember seeing a video once of um, style through the decades. And, you know, you get those caricatures over cer- certain decades with like Flower Child in the 60s and, and uh Uh, disco in the 70s and things like that and then kind of like new wave in the 80s but then you get to like the 90s and 2000s and it's just big baggy gross clothes (laughs) (laughs) and uh that's why it's kind of interesting that you pointed out that our generation is dealing with that kind of difficulty in learning how to present themselves because there was in the 90s and 2000s like the muse for the, the the example of how a man should dress in order to feel confident and good about himself isn't there, which is why I think there is a great emergence of image consultants like yourself um, being able to come out there and help men, which I think is amazing. It's helped me. I feel way better than I did in the nineties and two thousands. And uh, I'm pretty grateful for, for guys like you that are taking the time to help men uh, to, to see that they have this within themselves and that they deserve to be able to take care of themselves. Yeah. Um, well, you know, in, a, in, a, in these times, in the decades, you know, style through the decades, a lot of those styles that you would see, I haven't seen a video, but I imagine that 
they're going to show the trends that were going on in those decades. Um, right. But there, during those times, there was also a classic look. And that right. classic look didn't really change throughout all exactly. those years. Yeah. Like if you look at uh, Mad Men, right, which is a, mm -hmm. a period, uh, you know, TV show, and you have mm -hmm. characters there who are dressed classically, and then you have the yep. people who are dressed like that era with the mm -hmm. the huge collars and the you know and the certain colors and all that stuff. They're dressed mm -hmm. trendy, whereas mm -hmm. the the executives, the bosses, the ones who are in charge of things, are dressed very classic. Yep. You know, they they're wearing stuff that you can wear today and not look outdated, whereas the trendy people are wearing clothes that you couldn't wear today unless it was Halloween. Right. You know, um, so and that's and that's the way I like to think as well. Like when I get dressed, I don't want to have to think about what I need to wear. I don't want to have to think about if this is still in style or I haven't seen mm -hmm. anybody wearing this in a while. I want to just right. get a shirt, get trousers. They all match. I put them on mm -hmm. and I go about my day and I know I'm sharp at all times. And it's right. very important that, you know, for me, the reason why I do what I do is because it changed my life. I didn't start this because I thought, oh, I got a great idea. No, mm -hmm. I got these results. And I was like, wow, how come everyone doesn't know this? Right. How come everyone doesn't know that if you was to just dress a little bit better, you'll get jobs without interviewing or you'll be able mm -hmm. to ask for more money or you'll be able, or you get the girl that you really want, you know, mm -hmm. or you'll feel right. great all the time. It's so simple. Like if, you know, you can work out, you can work on your body and everything else, which is very important for your health. Um, but that takes time and it's painful. You know, it takes time. You have to be very disciplined, but you can wear sharp clothes and instantly feel good. Mm -hmm. It's like a miracle drug that no one realized, or most people don't realize it. That most people don't realize the, the power of it. And that's the reason mm -hmm. why I started doing what I'm doing, just to share that to the world that, hey, the way we dress is important. It does affect us. And we should, you know, take, take charge of that and, and put effort into creating a, a good look. Absolutely. And, and one last question about, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of men do, do care about this, but they also feel like there's, um, some, some men may feel like it's too, too, too black and white, meaning that you have to wear a blue suit or a, a dark gray suit or, and, you know, not add any fun details or anything that can show a little bit of their personality. Are there things, and this is sort of a rhetorical question for me, but I think, um, it, it, are there things that men can do after they start dressing dapper that they can sort of change up a little bit to add their own personal flair to that sharp sense of style? Yeah. So, yeah. so when you first start yeah. out, you're going to be dressing just like everyone else. So I'm a te if I teach you, if I'm coaching people, I tell them that there's you know, generation clothes, generation two, generation three. Every time you go shopping, you get a decent amount of clothes. You're gonna, it's yeah. going to be a new generation, and those clothes are going to get better, and that style is going to get better. As you get more familiar with just menswear, classic menswear in general, you start to create mm -hmm. your own look. But you start out basic. You start out with the navy and the dark gray and the white shirt and a light blue shirt, just like yep. all babies start with Gaga Google. You know, <laughs> it's, it's the yep. foundation that you build. And then from there, you start to venture out to your own personal style with different accessories, what colors you like. You know, when mm -hmm. I first started, I'm a, I'm a black dude, right? So black, right. black people are very proud and we want to be stylish. Like style is very important in our community. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I wanted to do, I didn't want to look like I was going to work every day. I didn't want to look like I, right. I, didn't want to, look like I was going to church, you know? Right. So the first thing I did was like, I'm going to have colorful socks. So socks was one thing that I added very early on. Mm -hmm. uh, right. I started wearing hats very early on. 
And that was how I first started to give my own touch and flair. But as you get mm-hmm. more comfortable, you dress and walk every single day, not only does your clothes start to get better with, in your own personal style, but the way you move, the way you sit, yep. the way you speak, that starts yep. to change as well. And I realized this once I watched old videos of myself or videos from right before my change, I realized I even sit different. I, I use different yeah. words when I speak to people, you know? Mm-hmm. So it starts to change who you are. And not only that, but then you start going into different classic things. You want to, you get more uh, excited about, or you get more curious about other things that men do like cigars and understanding cognacs and understanding how to be a better man to women or being a better father mm-hmm. And all these mm-hmm. other things, because you can't just be shopping your appearance. You want to be right. shopping everything else. And that's, that's the golden key that no one really, guys who don't really care about clothes and fashion, they don't really connect that your appearance affects the things you do care about. Mm-hmm. Like your work and your wife and, your, and the way you're seen in the community. The way you look affects those things. Yeah, and it seems like you know men care about status, and it seems like mm-hmm. style and image is a way to get that status without doing anything that you know might be unsavory. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's a way. I think, like I said, I think we all have our own gifts. I think we're all mm-hmm. great at something. Some mm-hmm. of us don't really know what it is, and some of us do know what it is, but we're not giving right. it to the world because we feel like we don't have the status and we want to get the status first. But you mm-hmm. can, you know, that whole the uh, fake it till you make it. Yep. It has a bad connotation because of the word fake. That's it. Yep. But in everything that we do, we prepare first, right? Mm-hmm. You can't learn how, you can't uh, become a, a, a rock star without learning how to play the guitar first. You got to, right. and, then, and then from there, you have to practice and you're going to suck at first. And you're going to be doing these, these shows that don't, that aren't good. And you're going to be, uh, you're going to be playing other people's songs. You're not going to have original music at first. You're going to be practicing right. on other, your favorite songs. So you are mm-hmm. kind of faking it, right? If you want to use that right. terminology, but that's how you mm-hmm. learn. Everything we do comes from repetition. And the way you appear, your style, the way your image, that's also a skill. I wasn't born sharp. Mm-hmm. I became sharp. And then it, all these benefits came to me just because of my appearance and because most guys, most people don't care. So when I walk in a room, I'm refreshing. It's like, wow, yep. this dude is refreshing. And then when they speak to me, I am also refreshing because I speak well with them. I smile. I'm very genuine. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this is how the benefits start. You do this every day for a week or a month or a year, and your life will be completely mm-hmm. different. Absolutely. I think that's a perfect place to stop because you've, you're giving away a lot of great nuggets of information. I think this is uh, this is this is a good sell for anyone that is interested in diving into who you are and your content and getting involved in in uh, improving their image, I think every man, I honestly feel that every man should do this in some way, shape or form to improve their image, their confidence and who they are. And you're doing a great service to the world, my friend. Thank you, sir. So uh, where can people get a hold of you, find your content and, um, you know, get involved in uh, working with you? So I, I'm so pretty I- big on Facebook. So you can reach out to me uh, on Facebook. It's Tyron, T-Y-R-O-N, Cutner, uh, C-U-T-N-E-R. Uh, mm-hmm. You can friend request me or message me. I still have room on my friends list. I also have um, a website. It's www. Yes, you do have to put www. Well, <laughs> well dressed academy. So that's w e l l d r e s s e d a c a d e m y dot com. I'm happy I was able to spell that all the way through without <laughs> fumbling. 
uh, and yeah, and I also have a group, uh, Welders Academy group, uh, where okay. you know I have guys that go in there, and I have like free. If you go to my website, you have a I have a free training video that's going to teach you how to take the clothes you currently own and help them, you know, make them look better, and um, and then come into my world, and then we can we can chat from there. Yeah, I'm gonna go join your group and uh, you know keep chatting with you, and you know I'll be in there too. So, uh, you know everybody, go check that out. And uh, Tyron, I really appreciate your time. This has been really great. Thank you so much. Thank you for the opportunity, bro. I really appreciate it. All right, I'll talk to you next time. Hi, bro. See you guys. Yeah. Bye. Hey, you beautiful human. Thanks for listening to Dopamine. I really appreciate it. If you thought this was a dope show, then you should wait until next week. But also, while you wait, you should go to iTunes and Stitcher and leave a positive review. Positive reviews help me to uh, fill up my dopamine tank. Otherwise, you can send your friends to dopamine.life to listen to the show or hi, my name is Christian.com to get the latest updates. I'll catch you later. Baby, I'm a fiend, I'm a fiend. Oh, you know you got me going off your dopamine. All I really need, all I need is for you to put me on to the recipe, yeah. Woo-hoo, purple flowers, candy showers in the air. You dance for hours as I watch from overhead. It's a my thing, you got me going off your dopamine. Yeah, it's a my thing, you got me going off your dopamine.